background, but it was people that had good families and um, you know, they, they played sports and they, they hung out with good people uh, and, and now we're dead. Millions of people who become dependent on these medicines were suddenly cut off by their doctors. And this is where the true opioid crisis really begins. The greatest myth of the opioid epidemic is that the whole thing was caused by overprescribing. But it's not a true crisis until you add the war on drugs. Those addicted patients didn't just stop needing the drugs because their prescriptions ran out. So millions of them turned to the black market and started buying heroin. Inevitably, some of those users started dying. This is the point on the graph where heroin deaths begin to climb. Now, if there'd been suitable options available, this crisis might have been averted, or at least eased. But unfortunately, authorities in both the US and Canada chose to deal with it the same way they tried to deal with drug addiction for Let's check me though. Any of the easier war. There's really yeah. two ways that people All the try people to deal with <laughs> One yeah. is to try to basically get to a point And really, they're getting taken out in multiple ways. They're going to jail, they're getting killed, and they're killing the themselves. The problem with abstinence-only treatment is that it doesn't Triple really threat. deal with right. the biology of addiction. The fact that people's brain changes after they've been using opioids for long amounts of time. And so even if people have all the right motivations and desires to change, the they're addicted. still have the brain. to deal the brain. with the right. biological change in their body. Opioid medications methadone and buprenorphine you wake up and pray you wake up and pray for 20 years because my personal experience you know a rough three months but it's all it took for me to feel like i was dying and that was it your dna is is maybe already overcame what it needed to overcome to be able to do that my mama mama coffee you want to say my daddy is drinking my aunt her White shit, whatever you want to call it. My other cut, my cousin is drinking in the weed, whatever. My other cousin is drinking. My uncle Earl used to have a drinking problem. Look at the odds. Look at my family. I ain't even went to my Aunt Mary up the road. Look at my family. That's seven people that I know right here in media alive. That was addicted at one point. Still addicted in the scene. But in fact, that is the very part of what the war on drugs really is. That urge to dehumanize drug users. Punish rather than support them, no matter the Yes, punish rather than support, jail and prison rather than rehabilitation centers. There's perhaps no clearer illustration of this than the debates around naloxone. So naloxone is the antidote for an opiate overdose. So what happens when somebody overdoses on an opiate? The part of your brain that tells your lungs to breathe turns off. So you're going to draw up the contents of this, pop it into the thigh. By that time, hopefully emergency help will have arrived and you've bought the person a lot of time. Naloxone, or Narcan, is a drug that can save people from an opiate overdose almost instantly. It's like magic. I mean, it's it's essentially like it's bringing someone back to life and giving them another chance, mm-hmm. saving the lives of people who deserve a second, third, fourth, fifth, But that's sixth, one thing. They could have let him go Narcan on out of here. easy to use. Like they've been saying, you know, hospitals, EMTs be killing black people, but across America that actively resist even carrying it. You administer the Narcan, you have to get down on your knees, you have to take your eyes off of who you're administering this to. And these people for the most part don't like the police. I wanted the word to get out that you don't want to come to Middletown to have an overdose because we might not respond. That was Sheriff Richard Jones and Councilman Dan Pickard from Butler County, Ohio. In 2017, when they made those statements, 
overdoses kill more people in Butler County than all other causes combined. They I let them die. When I relapsed, I OD like the third time I got high. And um, I almost didn't make it. I don't want to live like this. This is terrible. What it does is, is it saves lives, and that's sort of the bottom line, you know? People are going to relapse and get high and maybe need it more than once. It's a part of recovery. It's a part of addiction. People going back out there. If there wasn't Narcan available, I, I, I wouldn't be here. And not only, like, would I not be here, but my mother would be without a son. Could We've you imagine if all the police and shit say they're not going to respond to overdose calls? They wouldn't be able to fact, do the real the crime because the crisis has not yet even begun. They wouldn't be able to attend to the So does that mean that they're not responding to... that heroin would make a comeback but not to come And that's the worst that I think most of us saw coming. Yeah, natural causes and shit like that. opioid around 50 times stronger than heroin. Two milligrams can be fatal. From around 2014, this nightmare drug began flooding into the US and Canada as dealers saw an incredibly cheap and easy way to cut their heroin supply. When we say that uh, fentanyl is 100 times as toxic as morphine, what we're saying is that a pound of fentanyl is the same as 100 pounds of morphine, or about 50 pounds of heroin. So if you're a drug trafficker, you can move a million doses of fentanyl in a shoebox. It's fentanyl and yeah. other ultra-powerful synthetic opioids that have triggered the astronomical spike in overdose deaths across North America. And that's what it said a whole bunch of people was dying around Anzo County from. We've tripled our fentanyl seizures across the country. In 2017, in New York City alone, that don't mean the DEA sees 193 kilos of fentanyl. That don't mean that's nothing. enough to kill the city's entire population 11 times over. Mm, and it God, just gets scarier. The explosion of fentanyl has been followed by an influx of car fentanyl, which is a hundred times stronger. In that one gram, that's actually 50,000 fatal overdoses. 50,000, that, that's a city. So where does that leave us? The data hasn't yet come in, but early reports are that the COVID-19 pandemic has made the opioid crisis even worse. But 50,000 people not dying a day, 3,000 people not dying a year. Purdue Pharma is being sued by over 2,000 American cities, counties, and Native American territories for its part in creating the crisis. Purdue have reportedly offered to settle those cases, and in 2019 they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And that's a small consolation for the victims of this battle in the war on drugs. Every 15 minutes, a baby is born in America addicted to opioids. Every day, That's what I'm Americans saying. That's what I was saying about our generation. Our generation is hooked on these pills, the and they got three, day. four kids. That's about one in every six. Like that shit is so fucked up. Unless there's a radical change of policy, kids be coming out like already looking like it had a hard life, and that shit is so sad. So sad. Yeah, that's fucked up. Just because your mom couldn't lay off or whatever. Can't lay off. Oh, just so sad.